Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. tells us God doesn't get tired. He doesn't get fatigued. He never takes a nap. He doesn't need to sleep, right? It's not like he needed a day of rest. So why do it that way? Well, there's a simple explanation because you and I need a day. He made you and me, human beings, to work hard for six days and then stop. We need a day when we do nothing. Have you ever noticed that you benefit simply by taking a day off work? In the message today, Pastor Robert explains the importance of rest. You'll find out from the scripture today that the Pharisees' approach to the Sabbath was all wrong. Thankfully, Jesus set them straight and he's there to keep us in check too. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 12 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We're continuing our studies in the book of Matthew. Uh, resuming it at chapter 12. And if you remember, you know, if you were with us as we we left off there in, in chapter 11, we saw that um, Jesus was in that Galilee region there. And, and um, at the end of chapter 11, he actually had confronted the cities where he spent most of his time, Capernaum, Bethsaida. And, and he told him, he's like, you know, you guys are really in for it. Because if, if, if the miracles that have been done in your midst had been done with Tyre and Sidon, with these other cities that had been destroyed by God, if, if they had seen what you have seen, they would have repented. And you guys are unrepentant. So on Judgment Day, it's going to be worse for you. And we talked about, you know, the implications of that, you know, that, that we're held accountable for what we know. We're, we're, we're held accountable for the light for the instruction, for the understanding that, that we've been given. And that's what Jesus was talking to them about. But now he's still in that same region. He's still in that Galilee area there around, around the lake, around the, the Sea of Galilee. And he, he's ministering there in, in that same general area, teaching and preaching and healing people and casting out demons. And Matthew is giving us this... Um, Eyewitness account. I mean, he was there. He saw these things. He experienced these things. So he's, he's telling us about it and, and, and um, not necessarily doing it chronologically. He, he's giving us sort of a thematic account of the ministry of the Lord Jesus. And here at the beginning of chapter 12, it says, at that time, 
Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said to them, have you not read what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law? that on the Sabbath, the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless. Yet I say to you that in this place, there is one greater than the temple. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Now, when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue and behold, there was a man who had a withered hand. And they asked him, saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath, that they might accuse him. Matthew tells us they were trying to set him up. Verse 11, then he said to them, what man is there among you who has one sheep and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, stretch out your hand and he stretched it out and it was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. Now, we're going to stop right there. This was a major turning point in the ministry of Jesus. It was a major turning point for the Pharisees. See, up to now, they, they, they had just seen this guy that, okay, he's, he's sort of a self-proclaimed teacher, rabbi. He doesn't really have any training, but people are following him. So he was a bit of a curiosity to the Pharisees because they were all highly educated, well-trained. They were looked up to. They were expected to know what they were talking about. They were expected to, to have a, an understanding, a deep understanding of the law of Moses, of the Hebrew scriptures. And they kind of used that to control people. They used that as a means of controlling the lives of the other people. Because the average person in that day, you know, not only did they not have the scriptures, they didn't have books like we have books. They didn't have scrolls. You know, they didn't, they didn't have these kind of things. They didn't necessarily have the kind of education and the ability to read and the ability to study and the ability to do these things. And so they would go, just like it happens today, you know, they would, they would go to the rabbis, they would go to the Pharisees, these so-called experts in the law, to say, okay, explain this to us. What does this mean? What do we do with this? How do we apply this in, in our day-to-day lives. And in particular, the law that that God had given to the Jews concerning the Sabbath, well, it it left a lot of room for interpretation. You see, when he first talked to them about it, the first time God mentions anything about, about the Sabbath is all the way back in the book of Genesis, where we're told that he set it apart and made it holy. Now, what does that actually mean? Well, it means that he, he made it special. He made it different from the other six days, right? He established the fact that one week has seven days. When he established the fact that one week had seven days, he said, these six are all the same, but this one's different. This one day is special. This one day I've made holy. I've sanctified it. I've set it apart. It all kind of means the same thing. But, but why? He said, well, because I worked six days, and on the seventh, I didn't. Now, see, here's the thing that a lot of, I don't, do we even stop and think about why? The Bible tells us God doesn't get tired. He doesn't get fatigued. He never takes a nap. He doesn't need to sleep, right? It's not like he needed 
a day of rest. So why do it that way? Well, there's a simple explanation. Because you and I need a day. He made you and me, human beings, to work hard for six days and then stop. We need a day when we do nothing. He doesn't need a day to do nothing. But he did it that way, and he set it up that way to communicate something very important to us. In Exodus chapter 20, the first time that, that this comes up again, it's when the people of Israel, you know, they had been uh, in, cap, in, in captivity, they had been slaves in Egypt, you know, for like 400 years, and, and now God had sent Moses to Egypt, and the idea was that he was going to, you know, lead them out of Egypt, out of their slavery, out of their captivity, into the land that he promised to, to give to them and, and set apart for them, you know, the, the land of Canaan. And, but as they're, they're, they're there in the desert and, you know, because they were complaining and rebe- they had a whole lot of stuff they needed to learn. So he had them walking around in circles for 40 years, basically learning lessons and, you know, growing in their understanding of, of who he is and the plan that he had for their lives and, and all these different. And one of, the, you know, one of the things that he did was give them some instruction about the Sabbath. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 8, Moses told him, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, again, I'm, I want us to kind of get outside of our, of our you know, religious terminology and think about what he's saying. He's like, I, I, gave, you, I gave you a seven-day week. Six days are the same, but that one day is different. Now, keep it different. Keep it different. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them and rested the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. He made it special. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.